0: The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. Hey guys, and welcome back to Flourish and Fulfilled. In today's episode, I kind of just want to have a chat with you as if I was talking to one of my best friends about all of the advice that I wish I had received about publishing a book. Now, as you may be aware, I have 12 published books And I feel like for me, I was just chasing that sense of becoming a published author and how incredible that feeling is when I walk into a bookstore or Big W and I see my books there for sale and how incredible that felt and feels. However, it may not always be as you assume. And in today's episode, I want to cover everything start to finish of how I became a published author, my first ever book release, self-publishing, and all of my tips and tricks along the way. So let's get into it. So my first ever recipe book that I created was called Eat Clean, Live Lean. And this was created in 2012, but it was a long time coming. Now, the reason that I say that is because for me, I essentially had been developing this recipe book without even knowing since about the age of 12. Now, we were raised on a farm and my mum was really big on encouraging us to be able to cook with fresh produce and be able to learn different flavours and spices and know how to cook with very minimal food wastage. My mum never food prepped or planned in advance what we were going to have for the week. She literally would walk out, see what was fresh in the garden and cook with whatever we had in the pantry at the time. And this created the most incredible way of being able to cook from your heart or cook dishes that were just entirely unique every single time. And so whilst that definitely had its perks, it also meant that if the kids loved a dish that I had made, I wouldn't be able to recreate it because I was simply just following my taste buds as I was cooking it. And what I very quickly learned is that this was not how most people actually cooked or this is actually not how most people would plan out their week. And growing up, I would make muffins from scratch and I would bake from scratch. And it was my weekend spent in the kitchen. And I'm so grateful for my mum to be able to teach me how to cook and also to be able to cook in a way that's so unique. And as I realized or got into the big bad world that most people don't actually cook like that, the more unique I realized it was. And so what I had done is inside of a just an A4 folder with plastic sleeves, I had handwritten every single recipe that was just a winner. It was a family fave. Everyone loved it. And I placed my handwritten recipes into this folder. Little did I know that would become the blueprint for my recipe book very later on in life. And all of these recipes, as I was raised in a super healthy, holistic environment, had the ingredients replaced with natural alternatives. And the way that I had been taught to cook was to replace, say, sugar for a natural variation or variety. I would know the consistency and difference to be able to swap agar, agar with gelatin crystals, things like that, that in my head now is just such a simple swap, how to replace egg yolks with chia seeds, but still be able to get the binding beneficiaries of what egg yolks normally would be able to provide. Having that knowledge in my brain growing up, I just didn't realize how incredible that would be for me later on in life. So this first recipe book was probably about 10 years in development without me even knowing that that was what it was going to turn into or eventuate as. And so I had a folder of all these different recipes that I would then cook for all my friends and the kids. And every time one of the girls would come over, it'd end up in a dinner party and I would have four to five courses and all my friends would have baked goods and protein brownies and all these different things that I would just love to be able to create and cook and I'm such a feeder and so my love language is definitely feeding people I if you know that if I have brought you a delivery of food that I am just yeah it's my way of showing love and so over the years of me cooking for my friends and creating all these different recipes I had so many varieties of brownies and pancakes and cakes and clean treats and raw cakes and back in 2012 there wasn't a whole lot of raw or natural or sugar-free recipes out there and the way that this kind of happened is I started to compete in fitness competitions. And a lot of people were asking me how I changed my diet and what I did to create differences and whether I had recipes of the foods that I was actually sharing online. And so I typed it up into a Word document, all of the recipes from the folder into a Word document. One of my best friends at the time, who is still one of my best friends now, Georgia, she's a graphic designer by trade. And I asked her, can you please design me a ebook that I could uh, sell online as a PDF of all my recipes and she was like yes of course like I would love to do that and so she actually designed my first ever recipe book online first and before long I knew that I wanted this to become a hard copy book and I didn't really know how book publishing worked by this stage but my mum was a is a photographer and I didn't want to have to go down the route of becoming published at that point as it was my baby and I felt like it was such a special journey to be able to bring this book to life because my mum being the photographer meant that we spent a whole week shooting this recipe book and hindsight is such a beautiful thing and there's so many recipes that are in that first release book. So there's 170 recipes in that one. And I wish that I had only released, like a a traditional or standard recipe book would have maybe 30 recipes. So 170 recipes was just me going entirely like, here is everything on a silver platter, here you go. Instead of being like, all right, let's break this into snacks and desserts and salads and main meals and all of the, the good things that I should have done in regards to marketing or a business mindset, right? So 170 recipes, my mom came and stayed with me on the Gold Coast. And I cooked every single recipe. My mom shot every single recipe and I basically styled it with her. And so it was such a family-based book because my mom teaching me how to cook my whole childhood allowed me to be able to create these recipes. And a lot of them, as I was recreating them, we actually altered and changed and just readapted and made sure that they were perfect for what we wanted. Now, having her a part of that process was so beautiful and knowing that it was coming from a place of 100% love from my childhood, for me being able to create the recipes, to my mum being able to shoot the recipes, and then the boys being in the actual photos and stuff are just so cute to look back on and reflect on that whole process. I had a beautiful graphic designer design the hard copy version of this and I just love her, Erin, and we went to her wedding and it's such a huge pivotal part of my whole book publishing journey of being able to have people that have designed and developed these books alongside me because every time I look at it, I know it's coming from a place of love and yeah, I'm just so, so, so grateful. And so that whole book, start to finish, including design and all of the food costs Before printing was probably about four and a half thousand dollars, right? Australian dollars in 2012. So four and a half thousand dollars start to finish, including food, including all of the photography costs and uh, the graphic design and things like that as well. Now, we sold over 10,000 units within the first 24 hours of launch of that book. And I sold that as a pre-sale because I didn't have enough money to be able to pay for the initial costs of the printing. And so I launched that as pre-sale. And if you have listened to my other episode in regards to business lessons, you will know that that actually ended up being one of my biggest lessons in business. However, that was such an incredible way of doing it because it meant that I was able to cover my printing costs before we even went to print. And so that was my first ever recipe book. And as soon as it had essentially launched or that it was in the print ready to go, I knew that I wanted to develop my next recipe book. And that was My Kids Eat. Now, I did My Kids Eat version one in the exact same format. My mum shot the recipes and I had Oz, who is my photographer since I was very, very young, shoot the covers. And it was just, again, such a beautiful book from my heart. And being able to create numerous different titles with a self-published feel was amazing. And there was the 12 Days of Christmas Recipe book, My Kids Eat, uh, Eat Clean, Live Lean. There was numerous different titles that were self-published. Now, when it comes to self-publishing, the cost of each book sits at around $3 to $4, Right. Now I'm going to quote a lot of figures here and I'm going to actually give you uh, all of the data because I want you guys to be able to learn as much as you humanly possibly can. And I do believe that being able to share my wins, my lessons, everything in between allows more people to be able to join this space, which just increases everybody's ability to be able to eat beautiful, delicious foods. And I genuinely believe here as well that nobody cooks the same as myself based on the fact the way that I was taught to cook. So all of my recipes come from a place of me being able to taste it and trial it. And I know without even thinking or having to research the ingredients to replace that based on my upbringing and the way that we were raised. And so I know that a lot of these ingredients became trendy in the last, say, five, seven years, whereas I'd been doing this since I was 12. And so that's a huge factor for me. Now, when the print files actually go across for printing, you get sent a hard copy uh, digital proof. And essentially that is every single mistake, error, colour match, everything has to be picked up in that digital proof, right? And that's such a massive one to be able to pick up because it's, it's a p- big PDF that's rolled up into like a cylinder document. And when you're looking over that, Your brain is just fried and you're so close to it by this stage that you're just wanting to make sure 100% that the colours are right, the PDF's correct, the pages are in the right direction. Which was a big one because I know that, again, if you've listened to the business podcast, you will know that there was quite a few stuff ups and lessons that we had learned along the way, including printing pages upside down or the wrong direction or backwards, which is amazing to be able to reflect on how far we have come now. But I really think it's important to mention here that not everybody just goes straight into getting published as an author and have a seamless track, right? So, the first few books that I did release were self-published. Now, in my mind as well, I just don't believe that I understood how many books were coming to my home. So my home very quickly turned into a warehouse. The whole lounge room was changed into storing books, packing books, and I was best friends with the manager at Australia Post to be ensure that I could get all the books um, sent out. And back in 2014, we actually didn't even have like an Australia Post account, we had to physically drive all of the books that were getting sent out to the post office to be lodged, to be shipped. So most of my days were spent driving to the post office, lodging them, shipping them, and it was such a grind and so hard in comparison to how incredible life has been able to shift now with all of these different new e-com businesses that are coming out and the different services that you can offer, including like 3PL companies or even having an Australia Post account, they actually come to you and collect them however often and whatever frequency you need or require. Uh, It's all digital now. You don't even have to print off labels. You can essentially just link it up to your Shopify account. So there's all these different ways in which you are able to have the postage side of things taken care of in a much faster, much greater, better, efficient way. So once I had released quite a few of these self-published recipe books, I had a publishing company contact me. And that was such a beautiful reconfirmation of my skill set of being able to create recipes that people loved and enjoyed and really where, where I allowed myself to sink into that feeling of, wow, like this is incredible and this is changing people's lives and people are now cooking your recipes for their families and how powerful and special is that, right? And so that just was huge for me. And because I was very novice in this space I really just I didn't understand a whole lot to do with publishing a recipe book. And having a published recipe book versus a self-published recipe book is so different. So with a with a published recipe book the costs so I want to start here first. So the costs of having a self-published recipe book is about $3 as I mentioned before Australian The cost of having a published recipe book is around $15 to $17. So it is a huge difference in cost. And the reason being for that is obviously staff wages. But one of the photo shoots I remember we attended and there was 23 people on set. 23 people for one photo shoot. And I just had never experienced anything quite like it. And I also wasn't aware at the time that that was obviously coming out of budget, right? And so I don't know, I don't know where I thought it was coming from, but I didn't think it was coming from my pockets. However, everything adds up when it comes to creating a book, right? So it might start off as a $3 book, and then you add a copyright team, and then you add a big photo shoot like that, and that bumps it up to $5. And then every recipe gets triple tested and re rewritten, and everything has to get done to their level of procedures and policies as it's not a self-published book, right? So, yeah, so from $3 to $17, which is huge. So when it comes to going from, say, a $3 book to a $17 book, you have to consider all of the expenses that need to come out when you are selling it. And so shipping costs your warehousing, your marketing, your costs of being able to actually produce the books, all of that is now being hugely impacted because your cost of goods goes up, right? Now, when it came to doing a published recipe book, the benefits for me was having a team working behind me And that was really powerful to be able to accelerate the process and have it done in such a timely manner and also be able to ensure that the quality and checking was done to a really high level. Now, I would like to point out here that human error is everywhere and everybody as humans, we're so grateful that not everybody is a robot, right? We want humans, However, that obviously means that not every human is perfect. No human is perfect, I should say. Not every, no one. No human is perfect. And it was very interesting seeing that even through a published author, we still had spelling errors. um, We still had quite a few different mistakes. And so I don't want somebody to listen to this and think, if I became a published author, it's going to be smooth sailings. I'm never going to have any errors. I'm going to have a big team behind me and I'm going to be able to put my books out on the shelves and I'm going to make lots of money. So that's definitely not the way that life has gone for me. And I just want to share my experience as always. And I feel that there's definitely pros and cons to everything. And the the factor of being able to be published meant that so many more eyes got to see my books and so many more families were able to experience my recipes and the quality of the imagery for photos was so high and having a team of designers instead of one person and having numerous different experienced people be able to publish the book in a way that they knew would fit the audience was huge. So there's so many different factors to that and also obviously not having the workload of every single thing falling back onto my plate was massive and huge and so different. Now, when it came to the contracted amounts or unit quantities in regards to the published recipe books, this is an interesting factor that if you are considering creating a recipe book, that I would definitely take note of how many books you were legally contracted to purchase from the company, right? And so, This is also another really good factor here that I should mention is that the way that it was set up for myself is that I had to purchase the books back being self-published. I essentially bought them myself and I had that stock to be able to do what I wanted, right? When you go through a company or a publisher, you then are contracted to buy the amount of books at whatever the budget rate is that we ended up agreeing on based on recipes and based on imagery and based on photo shoots and all these different other things, right? And so that cost could go from, say, $50,000 all the way through to like $500,000, depending on units pricing and the budget and how it ends up. Now, when it comes to some of the recipe books that we have done is that we've ended up spending nearly a million dollars on these recipe books and I think a lot of people would be really shocked to hear that figure and wouldn't typically or traditionally understand that that's how much goes into it. And also the other feedback that people are shocked to hear is they just kind of assume that being a published author, you don't have to outlay any costs and you just get the benefits. And so that's definitely not my experience with it. I have to front the costs of the book. And then any publishing deals that they pick up for distribution or stockists comes out of that quantity. So then you get royalties based on that. However, from those $17 books, you probably get about $1, $2 back. So you're only actually making about $1 to $2 per book that's sold in the mainstream stockists. So that's a really important factor to note here that as always, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I always want to be transparent with you all. And I really want you all to be able to understand um, my experience and my journey and where I am today and all of the lessons and things like that as well. And that's why with self-published versus publishing, I would always prefer self-publishing. That is my 100% pick and preference. I have loved being able to pour my heart and soul into my books that I've published, self-publishing and Our Flourish and Fulfilled Diaries are a beautiful example of that because the quality is just something. We actually uh, got a quote from the publishers and the pricing would have had to have been so much greater and for those journals, they were already very, very, very expensive because they have linen covers and they have ribbon and they have gold foiling and so they are already very expensive books and when you go and allow a publisher to come in you've got to remember all of those staff costs have to come into play when it comes to the budgeting for that whereas for myself my own salary and wages are already taken into consideration of me being the author right so that's a massive 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 factor there now my biggest feedback would be that if you are wanting to release a book Make sure that it's in alignment with yourself and what you are currently doing, and that you are just so happy with it that it's got your heart and soul in it. And if you do decide to go with a publisher, uh, a few things that I would confirm are unit quantities, the price point and budget, their distribution agreement or stockers' agreement, how long that looks like for you, any PR requirements as well as making sure that you get the final say on artwork or any little changes or feedback that you're wanting to um, ensure have been done. Another big point here is in regards to like errors or copy or text or anything that may come back is finding out who would be accountable for that. And that's a really great, beautiful conversation that you can actually have up front is that if there are any errors, who is accountable? Where do we go from there? Are we reprinting? Who's at cost if we do need to reprint? What happens to the old books? So there's a lot of different questions that you can actually ask there to ensure that you know very clearly up front what you're wanting out of this, how this looks for you. And remember, kind communication is clear communication, right? So always be very clear with your communication is that you're wanting to find out what happens in the case of X, Y, Z so that you can make the best possible decisions for yourself, your business, your brand, everything like that. Now, the other thing of having a team for recipes, particularly recipe books, was what I found is that shooting the recipes myself or having my mum shoot the recipes allowed us to actually eat the food after. And a huge expense of creating recipe books is food and food styling. And so that's also another big consideration if you are doing recipe books is perhaps just invest in a really good camera yourself and lighting And train yourself to be able to shoot recipes in a beautiful way, understanding that there's different qualities. And I I know that there's going to be people listening to this that are like, you cannot shoot a food stylist or a photographer's work at home yourself. However, in my personal opinion, if you are self-publishing and you are able to shoot the food yourself, that will not only save so much money, But it'll also give it a point of difference because you're able to share those recipes that you share with your family, with people in so many different walks of life. And I think that's so important and so special as well, is that you can actually share all of those different recipes that you're shooting on those days online. And so that's a massive, massive, massive point that I want to make there. So I hope that I have answered in a very roundabout way. Some of the questions that I do get in regards to becoming published, self-publishing versus being a published author, what that looks like, any little pointers to make out. If there's any questions that you guys want me to answer, please, please, please just drop them into the Flourish and Fulfilled Closed Facebook group. And I'm always in there and I'm always wanting to be able to give back and help you out however I possibly can. So if at any point you have any questions that do arise, please, I would love to hear from you. I would prefer it in the Closed Facebook group rather than Instagram DMs because my DMs are crazy and I really struggle to keep up. With them, however, if you do want to jump into the Facebook group, it's literally just Flourish and Fulfilled and we will add you in as soon as we jump online. So that's really, really powerful too. There's such a beautiful community of women that are on there that are able to help as well as myself on there daily. One last thing that I wanted to mention in today's episode is a massive thank you to each and every one of you that have left a review on Apple or uh, Google Play or Spotify or however you listen to today's episode. It means so much to me when I see your reviews and I know that I'm not just like falling on deaf ears kind of thing. Like, it's it 's hard when i 'm sitting here recording and i 'm not knowing if it 's the information you 're wanting, and so I, I really do rely on those um, reviews for feedback and appreciation, I guess of knowing that it's it 's in the right place. You guys are wanting that, and it 's worth me jumping on and sharing my advice with you all so that there 's maybe little snippets that you can walk away with as well so please 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 leave me a review let me know if you are enjoying the podcast and the topics that I have been presenting. The other thing is is that I have just finished my Master Practitioner for NLP and I cannot wait to share with you all my highlights from that which have been so powerful and I would love to get my uh, NLP Master Practitioner educators on as well and do a podcast with them because I actually don't even know how we would facilitate that podcast because they have so much information that I would want you to learn that I would not even know where to start in regards to getting as much information out of their heads and into the podcast as quickly as possible, but I will do my absolute best. So please make sure that you do leave me a review and join the Facebook group if you haven't already, and I will speak to you all next week. Bye guys.